Welcome to Awakening Divine Wildness, hosted by inspirational speaker and best-selling author, Mal Duane. Mal invites you to embrace your divine wildness with powerful conversations with visionary women. Listen in and learn how to move from pain and heartache to forgiveness and freedom so you can live the life you deserve. Oh, I'm excited today because I love women that are experts on love. You know, ladies, let's face it. Relationships are a minefield that we have to tiptoe through. And this woman has nailed it. Psychologist Dr. Diana Kirshner is a recurring guest on the Today Show and starred in a PBS special on love. Her best-selling book, Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love, is a follow-up to her smash bestseller, Love in 90 Days. Dr. Diana has helped thousands date terrific partners, deepen their relationships, and create lasting love that's just right for them. Her free dating tips and relationship advice newsletter is available on her website, which is lovein90days.com. Dr. Diana, I am so excited to have you here today. This is oh, Mal, I'm I'm just thrilled to be with you. I mean, I uh, you know, somebody who really zeroes in on the divine in women is the ultimate to me. <laughs> oh well, thank you because I think the divine plays a very big part in our life and even in our love relationships. And you've brought in so many beautiful aspects in your book. And this is the cover for anybody that's going on to Amazon, this bestseller, Sealing the Deal. So um, what I loved is that you also share your own challenges as you wrote this book. You didn't have all the answers, but you have figured them out and you've used them in your own relationship with your husband and you're very happy. So I love people that walk the talk. It just makes it juicier. Um, today's topic is really about turning those painful setbacks into triumphs. And um, I guess let's start with what can we do to create lasting passion uh, in love uh, after, you know, facing setbacks? Well, you know, there are many, many, many setbacks in love. I, I really think that the journey of love is much more difficult than any other journey. And um, so when there are disappointments and uh, there are situations that can be really, really wounding, you know, um, that trigger our childhood traumas. Usually these, these things that happen, they trigger the worst feelings, the feelings of being abandoned, the feelings of, of uh, being hurt, uh, really, um, and then the feelings of being somehow smothered, right? Uh, these are these are core core areas in terms of wounds. So um, when that happens, what's important is to uh, allow yourself to feel your feelings. It's okay to feel the upset. They're, they're, sometimes it's rage. Sometimes it's a seething bitterment, bitterness or resentment, whatever occurs. Um, and then actually go into where do I really want this to go? Mm. Okay. So I'm feeling hurt. It's the little girl who's crying. 
what what does the little girl really want? What does the inner little girl really, really need? What, what is it? So giving ourselves that vision, well, you know, what I really need is for him to say he's terribly sorry that he forgot my birthday and I need two dozen red roses. <laughs> So this way, we begin to own our own um, healing. It's our own healing. In these very moments of bitterness and pain and anguish, there's a potential for great healing. So, but the first step is that we have to know what is it, what is it that could heal this? What is it that could happen? You know, oh, well, I need him to take me on this cruise. I need him to go buy me, I don't know, a, a Prada bag. <laughs> it's all symbolic. It's not material. It's actually symbolic. Although when it comes to a bag, maybe. <laughs> no, <anyway. laughs> but, um, and then to allow or give like little, it's not like giving little um, indications, little stepping stones to your partner to allow them to come through for you. It, none of this, you know, if he knew, if he really loved me, he would know what he's supposed to do. No, 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 no. Now you talk about extensively killer beliefs. And I think you referenced this right in the beginning of this interview. I mean, we have these built up old beliefs that as you call them cascade on one another, they build. So explain to the audience, what are these killer beliefs basically and how, how can we get rid of them? Yes. Thank you. When, when this wounding process starts, uh, whether it's the disappointment and sometimes it's a large disappointment, like cheating on you, you know, or, or disappearing on you. Um, uh, what happens is that we default to these beliefs that we created in our wounded childhoods. And these beliefs are guaranteed to destroy our relationships. Uh, like a key belief, a, kill, a key killer belief would be, I'll never have love because there's something wrong with me. I'll never have love because there's something wrong with me. I'm too fat. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough somehow. I'm you know, whatever it is, and we start adding to this list of how you're not good enough. Um, uh, another killer belief is, uh, you know, true love doesn't really exist. Love doesn't really exist. You know, it's just some kind of quid pro quo uh, agreement, right? Uh, when these uh, when these thoughts start coming, and you'll know you're in a killer belief because it feels very familiar. It feels very painful but it feels unbelievably familiar. Like, why do I always end up here with this feeling? Why? Um, you know that you have a killer belief. And, and what the killer belief does is it sets you up in an inner tantrum. It actually sets you up in an inner tantrum. Like, oh, I can't take it, I can't take it. And it's a, it's a cascade of negative feelings. I'm hopeless, I'm helpless. I can't take it. I just have to lay on the couch and eat Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I can't do it. Uh, you know, um, and so this cascading of negative emotions keeps you suffering. It absolutely keeps you suffering. 
Now, I'm in the process of finishing up my second book, which I call Broken Open, and my own experience of betrayal in a marriage. And many of the things I felt through that process are exactly what you're talking about, those killer beliefs, old conditioning, old domestication as a child. And I firmly believe that the biggest trouble that women have in relationships is how we think. And that is exactly what that killer belief thing is about. And you said you need to work with that wounded child. You need to know that she's there, recognize she's kicking and screaming. She's having a tantrum. What else can we do to recognize that our thinking is what is causing our suffering? And it may not be what actually happened in the relationship. The chances are it is really not what actually happened. The chances are very good that it's not exactly what happened because we are projecting a script out there, right? And so, and and, and usually it's in those grayer areas, right? That you just, you know, you just don't know what, what really happened. I mean, if the person cheats on you and then it's obvious, you know what I'm saying? But but then there are grayer areas where, you know, they forget your birthday or, you know, they're not responsive or they seem to keep cutting you off every time you're talking, you know. Um, and um, so, first of all, it's understanding that there is a belief operating, right? There, there is a, a relationship killer belief operating. And so let's say it's something like there are no good men. That's another killer belief. There are no good men. There actually aren't, you know. Every single one has betrayed or hurt me or was an alcoholic or, you know, whatever it is. There are no good men. That's another one. Begin to get that out and to uh, actually journal about that belief, to put it on paper. It's a very, very strong technique in our love mentor coaching program. We do that all the time. We have the person journal about the belief. There are no good men. And then um, actually oscillate between this is true and this is not true because. So there are no good men. This is true because every single guy I've been with has cheated on me. There are no good men. This is not true because my best friend is married to a great guy. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you know, there are no good men. This is true because my other friend, Jeannie, has always been with an alcoholic and miserable. Uh, you know, there are no good men. Uh, this is not true because there's a very nice guy that I know from the grocery store who is very caring and seems to love his wife. Now. You mentioned your love mentoring process, and I thought this was great. And, you know, you gave examples of how these people trained by you help women in their, well, you work with men also. My audience is primarily women. So tell me a little bit about the love mentoring process and how that helps women that are basically, you know, disastrous with love. Oh, my goodness. You know, I, the only reason I'm actually able to be in a happy marriage, and I've been in it now for decades, is because I had a love mentor. I had a love mentor. And uh, this is someone who is 
like a, a fairy godmother, or you might say a good parent to you, right? Um, and so they come in when you're having these feelings, like I'll never have love because there's something wrong with me. And that's an inner child who's throwing a tantrum and, and terribly upset and, and terribly hysterical internally. Um, the love mentor comes in and reparents that inner child. Mm-hmm. So they have an experience, an actual experience of someone who's, who's telling them and showing them that there is nothing wrong with them, who's telling them and showing them that there's perfection in them, that there's the divine in them, as Mal says, you know, who sees the divine in them. This experience is so precious. It still brings tears to my eyes. So um, it's so precious because it lifts, it lifts you out of the killer belief. And what I love about it is it's a step beyond affirming yourself. You have someone else doing it for you. So it really goes deep. It's a very unique concept. And I absolutely, um, you know, loved it. It is so it's at the heart. That's why I have I do what I do, Mel, because for me, that healing was so profound. And I want to pass it forward to other people, you know. And a big part of the way they do the love mentoring, and we do the love mentoring, is you actually create what's called a diamond self nickname, like beloved mighty Isis or, you know, uh, irresistible uh, healing, amazing grace or uh, vivacious vixen, saucy minx. And, um, and your mentor helps you create that and then uh, addresses you as that. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's amazing fun and so corrective. Um, another aspect that I loved in your book and I rem- um, was the laws of attraction for love, which I've never really heard anybody write about before, never seen that before. And I, they were yummy. So could you enlighten us a little bit about that? Yes, yes. Well, I call these the, the real laws of attraction. <laughs> How appropriate, the real ones. (laughs) (laughs) And the first real law of attraction is to have fun, is to have fun. You know, that's what makes love happen in the moment. You're present when you're having fun. And it could be something as simple as having an ice cream cone or going to an amusement park or, you know, just admiring nature and being on a hike. Um, But have fun. You know, when they ask men why they marry the women that they marry, they say, because I feel good around her. I feel good around her. That's fun. If you think about your dating, your good dating that you did, uh, you were guys were having fun. You were dunking each other in the pool. You were fooling around. Um, then, of course, when things get solidified, you, you stop having fun. And then once you get married and have kids, forget about the fun. You know, then <laughs> you got the you got the. You know, you got the calendar, the daily calendar of events, you know, with the kids and the pets and the household and the pa- parents you have to take care of. And, um, and the fun goes out the window. And then the charm and the attraction tends to go out the window mm-hmm. and you're bored and everything's on autopilot. You stop having fun. You're not in the primary law of attraction of love. What's Very. That? 
Next one is appreciation. Oh, oh yes. And uh, men really need appreciation. They love appreciation. Men at a primary level live to please their woman. And that's biological. Even though they may not say it, and it may not be really apparent because they seem to be kind of bumbling idiots <laughs> sometimes about doing it. <laughs> you know, you ask for a dozen roses and you get a daisy, you know, <laughs> that's like this. <laughs> so, so what do you do with the daisy? What, what do you do with the little daisy? You, you want to show appreciation. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you for trying. Let me get a beautiful vase for this daisy. <laughs> that is so wonderful. That is so sweet. Appreciation um, builds the behavior you want to see from your partner. You know, not criticism, not negativity. Uh, men are actually very vulnerable to negativity and, and from a woman. And, and, um, Criticism yeah. is a killer. I mean, yeah, yeah, they really they take it. I mean, we think that we take it internally. I think men, when you criticize them, get extremely defensive. It's it. No, oh, it's it's horrible. They feel like, you know, they're kind of they're cut off. But the, you know what is cut off. So, um, uh, no, it's very, very hard. But appreciation, they dance to appreciation. They love appreciation. They, they glow, they go into their diamond self with appreciation, you know, and a really powerful thing to do in appreciation is to give your partner a diamond self nickname. Oh. Ah, my hero, Jack, my hero, Jack, my hero, Jack brought me just the right thing. My, you know, Captain Rodney, you know, who's uh, hmm, my swashbuckling Captain Rodney. I really like that. <laughs> Um, and you notice that these are names are different than the goo goo gaga kind of regressive names that happen in the bedroom. There, those, those are nice too. Woogie woogie smoogie woogans, you know. Um, those are nice too. But, but a, a dinosaur name is uh, building up. It's building up the um, the man's sense of confidence. Yeah. So it's not regressive. Um, and it's very, very powerful, you know. And number three, re being receptive, really being receptive. Um, you know, uh, I can't tell you the number of, uh, you know, relationships we've seen in the coaching program where the woman, the man is trying to love the woman, but, um, you know, she's not receptive. She's actually not receptive. Oh, he wanted to um, he wanted to buy me, you know, this uh, amazing necklace, but I thought it was too expensive. I thought it was, you know, not appropriate. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, you know, being receptive to what he wants to give, finding what's wonderful about what he wants to give, is an important thing. It's a very very important thing. Um, I have a little friend who wants to visit us. Oh, and I, we're all about animals, so you can bring the whole crew on for the show. We don't mind. Yeah, this is Amara, who's also called God's Gift. Yes, beautiful. And, um, yeah, see, she wanted to come in on this notion of being receptive. My dog's at camp where she'd be on screen, so. 
jumps in my lap. She loves to be on video. She has a big social media following. Trust me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and number four. What's number four? Um, act like you're having an affair. You know, what would you be doing if you were having an affair? You know, if you're in a marriage that feels pretty dead, mm -hmm. um, if you are in a long-term relationship where things are gotten a little boring, yeah. um, you want to act like you're having an affair. So you say to yourself, you know, what would you do if you were having an affair right now? You know, you wouldn't be wearing this yucky old outfit, right? You'd be, you know, you'd have some kind be of dressed in lace, honey, like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you live your own teachings. I, I like that. Well, I tell you, Mal, the, the, my lab is me. You know, it, the thing is, if I could have a healthy relationship, anybody can, because my background is severely, I mean, I'm the fifth daughter of an Italian patriarchal family that only wanted boys. Okay. When I, when I was born, um, my father said, oh, another girl, I don't want to see her. And he didn't come to the hospital. Yeah. So, um, and he only said, I love you once. Mm -hmm. uh, he was drunk. Didn't mean anything. So uh, for me, the miracle of this has been, you know, I'm really my own lab. I'm, I'm really exploring what's possible no matter what has actually happened. And believe me, my early dating life was a disaster, of course, you can tell by the lack of fathering. Well, <clears throat> you bring up a point that so many women have experienced like you, that they didn't have a healthy relationship with their father. And therefore that has impacted every relationship they've ever stepped into. Is it true? that we pursue men that are like our dads? Well, very much so. Although what often happens is you pursue someone who seems to be the opposite. <laughs> who seems? seems? Is that the opposite word? The <laughs> but then, um, you know, over time, what you discover, there's another shoe, another shoe drops, there's another side. It's actually the same, but it was hidden, or it's the same, and it's in a different style. Mm -hmm. So there's some kind of rigidity, let's say, or narcissism. Your father was narcissistic. You find that, you know, eventually you get there. Um, you know, there, there's a saying uh, that you you pick, you either pick, either or, or either and, really. Uh, pick, uh, provoke, and project. Pick, provoke, project. You pick someone who has the qualities of the parent that disappointed you. You let's say that they don't have that many in the beginning. You provoke them, right, to have those qualities. You're going to abandon me. You're going to abandon me. You're going to abandon. I know you're abandoning me. I know you're okay. I'm abandoning you. I okay. <laughs> I get it. You're provoking them mm -hmm. to abandon or do whatever the trauma was. Uh, and if they don't do either of those two, you still tend to project on it. And that's, that's project that same script, which is what we were talking about at the beginning. You're seeing them as abandoning you, but they're not. They're right there in the room, but they're abandoning you. So, you know, that's what we're up against in love. I mean, it's formidable. It's formidable because the brain does that. The brain does that. But the spirit, and you can speak to this certainly, the spirit is way beyond that. 
and 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 um, you know the universe wants to provide help for you. And the reality is that we never stop growing. That the inner child can always grow more. That the inner child can be reparented. And I do believe that divine, the divine sends us people to heal us. That sends us people oh. who can really help us transcend this. That's what my book is about. That wow. book broken open to that point of such extreme pain is really the pathway to unconditional love. Yes. Because it teaches us something about ourselves that we need to heal. Something that is so buried, so unconscious. And the only way it comes up is through the pain. Yes, 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 and yes. It's so heavy. It's so heavy. It's so incredible. Um, but then it becomes a gift because now look what you're doing. Look what you're doing. You've made this into gifts to us, gifts to the world. It becomes a gift, you know, having gone through that. Your compassion is so deep. We make a lot of mistakes as women. Let's face it. And men do too. But what do you think the biggest mistake is that a woman can make in a relationship? Well, I think the biggest mistake that women often make is to not um, to put themselves last and not speak their real truth about their needs. Yeah, that's why I was saying at the beginning when we we're talking about the, you know, the being wounded, having to find out what would be healing for you, what would make amends for you that that would mean something. And um, and um, getting over that it's, is, oh, that's too much to ask. Or, oh, no, he'd never do that. Oh, I really want him to take me on that cruise, but he's too cheap, you know, uh, to heal me. Um, uh, but that business of selling yourself short, and we've all done it. I've done it. We've all done it. Not speaking your truth. Not saying what you need not putting yourself in the front of the queue about who gets what, you know, the kids come first and then comes the husband or the parents or whatever, or the household or the pets. And, uh, you, you know, you come last, you can't, you can't operate that way. Women tend to operate that way. And, um, it's a guaranteed, uh, lose lose propositions not just you losing everybody loses because as we were saying before the the man wants your partner wants to make you happy well you know if you're not having straight talk about the fact that you need this to be healed or you need that or uh your feelings are hurt um he can't make you happy he can't read your mind so you have a fabulous gift for the listeners so that they can kind of clean this all up, get it right. And so please share what you're willing to do for the audience. I'm, I'm so honored that you're giving this to my followers and my listeners. So thank you so much, Dr. Diana, please explain to them what you're offering. Well, it's very exciting because, um, you know, I have a team of love mentor coaches who are, like fairy godmothers, they're incredibly uh, not only knowledgeable but incredibly caring and 
they're actually spiritually developed. They're amazing. They're amazing. I mean, one of them helped me in my PBS special. I was so, <laughs> I had to do the one woman's PBS special. I was like, Ugh. you know, it was so scary, uh, you know, to, to stay in the lines, watch the teleprompter, act natural, deliver the payoff line to the face camera. <laughs> And no training. Anyway, so I had one of the coaches work with me for a couple hours in the green room. And we created a diamond self-name, radiant beacon of loving guidance. It was so amazing. And then the whole show just flowed beautifully. Three women sitting in the audience got married just from the studio audience. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but anyway, so you guys can actually have a free session by phone or Skype with one of these coaches. Oh. <laughs> All you need to do is um, just go to loveinnindaydays.com. That's loveinnindaydays.com and click on the coaching tab and then fill out the form. Or here's the important part. When you fill out the form, say Mal sent me, Mal sent me. That way you'll definitely get your session because sometimes we just have too many requests and unfortunately I have to turn people away. But if you put Mal sent me, you'll definitely get your free session. And Mal, I think you're going to put the link right underneath us in the show notes. So and I'm going to put Mal sent me so that my peeps get a free session. I love that. You are so generous. Thank you so much. No, you're welcome. Thank you so much, Mel. I love Thank you for the work you're doing. And you have a very unique and needed conversation about love. Because this is really, this makes or breaks women. Yeah, for they sure. They can go down and they can go down hard. And I have spent the last seven years since my first book helping women get back up. Mm -hmm on my knees and I know what it feels like and no one should stay there it's not, yes that's not how we should live absolutely our lives are too precious so my job is getting you back up and making sure that you're happy and that's why I love connecting with women like you oh thank you Mel thank you for everything you're doing thank you oh, you're just a wonderful guest and I can't thank you enough and we need to stay in touch girl absolutely <laughs> Bless you. You're wonderful. Thanks for listening to Awakening Divine Wildness. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with a friend and leave some stars and a favorable review at iTunes. And be sure to visit MalDwayneCoach.com for your free Heal Your Heart, Reclaim Your Worth six-week video course.